What is going on, Internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Nomicron. Episode 26. Not a big one, but still just as fun. I'm your host, as always, Alex, a.k.a. Snurf and me. And joining me, of course, my two homies, Ryan the Synthetic. What up, man? Hello, hello. And Ollie. The Chungus Among Us, the monstrosity from the windiest city in all of Alberta. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. He said, you don't sound very confident in that <laughs> answer. Yeah, no, and not at all. A-O-K. <laughs> <laughs> that is A-O-K. Um... Quite a, quite a bit to talk about today. Um, we all uh, now, Ollie. You missed out uh, earlier this week because uh, you had school and whatnot, which is okay because Ryan and I did that watch party uh, quite late uh, of the episode two of Marvel's Moon Knight. Um, more on that later. I was about to, <laughs> I was about to be like, it was this. No, uh, we'll talk about that in a few seconds here. Um. I don't know why I'm so full of pauses. Oh. I feel like And you got the Obama effect. Like Captain Kirk. No, I'm kidding. Oh, that too. Ah, yes, Obama. Um, You know what? Let's get this out of the way in the beginning. Like I did last episode. Who, Obama is fan of the show? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's doing in his retirement? He's probably just chilling, smoking a blunt, and and listening to podcasts. Not listening to three white Canadian dudes talk about <laughs> nonsense on the internet. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely maybe he's not. Trying to di- maybe he's trying to diversify. You can't judge him. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Shoutouts to former President Obama, fan of the show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my God. Um, one can only imagine. Today's show is brought to you in part by Dio Speakers. Check them out. I'm going to run the ad in just two seconds here. Get it out of the way here in the beginning. If you want to listen, listen. If you don't want to listen, just skip ahead 30 seconds. Awesome. Deal speakers. Check it out right now. As a podcast listener, you love to listen. So imagine if you could listen seamlessly throughout every room of your home, your office, your business, or even outside by the pool. With DL, you can. Connected through Wi-Fi, DO speakers provide a high-quality audio. No matter if it's music, podcasts, books on tape, you name it. I can walk in the front door, go downstairs in my basement, and then go all the way up to my bedroom and not have to worry about any adjustments to the audio. Dio speakers are so unique, they're actually compatible with other brand speakers. So you could have five Dio speakers all across your home, and you can add other brands of speakers that are compatible with Dio. The price of Dio speakers is actually 60% lower than an entry-level Sonos speaker. Installing the speakers takes less than a minute. You can play any audio from your Apple devices simply using AirPlay 2. 
So what are you waiting for? To use our discount, check out doconnect.com slash blind knowledge. That's doconnect.com slash blind knowledge. Dio, the way to go. And welcome back from that wonderful ad by my home slash Joey over <laughs> at Blind Knowledge. Dio speakers, guys, go check that shit out. They've got some pretty cool things going on. Uh, I probably am going to leave a link down in the description. Hell yeah, if I remember how to do that. Either way, let's get this fucking show rolling. Moon Knight, episode two. Ollie, I want you to open this one. What are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts, honestly, um, I, I really like the episode. But one thing that I, I'm still really intrigued by is that there's still no direct connection to the rest of the MCU in this. Aside from it being a Marvel property and, you know, knowing that it does take place in the MCU, I, I've i been waiting for some kind of reference, uh, or I could just be dumb and I, like, missed something, but there hasn't been any reference to the snap or anything. So do we actually know when this takes place in the timeline? I don't think we know when it takes place exactly in the timeline, but there are connecting pieces that, yes, you did miss. Okay. What were they? Uh, but continue. We'll, we'll talk about... Oh, you want to know now? Okay. Um, yeah. Do you I'm remember eager. the... Uh, there was that... Of course you are. In Falcon and Winter Soldier, there was that group, that government group dedicated to... Yeah. God, I don't remember what they were called. The relocation the of relocation the people who came or back. whatever. Yeah. Right, from the blip. There is actually an ad on the uh, double-decker bus for that during that scene when he's out on the street <laughs> dressed as Mr. Knight dueling with the fucking jackal. Oh, where he gets... The double-decker bus he, that he... He talks to himself in the reflection? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess I missed that. I was, yeah, so yeah, like on I, that double-decker bus, bus during... Yeah, during that part. It's okay. I also missed it. Shout out to the folks over at New Rockstars for pointing that shit out for me, fans of the show. Um, but yeah, no, continue, man. That was that was the one that was the one connection. Okay. That so connects at well, least the shows, not so much. The, there uh, is also a loose connection all the way back in um, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Oh, um, you guys remember that bald Hydra dude? That like when when they go back in time to get the stones, um, Cap uh, does the Hail Hydra line. It's like a call to the comics. Oh, and he gets yeah. the like the guy just gives him the briefcase. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Well, in the scene where they have him on the roof and they're interrogating him in that movie, he references Moon Knight um, in saying that they have similar look like outlook on. Uh, or not like he, he references Moon Knight's storyline um, by saying that like they're essentially doing the same thing. Like they're setting up their program on those carriers to take out any potential threat, whether right. it's like present or future. And right, right, he references right, right. Moon Knight uh, in, in saying that, like once they've interrogated him and he's like just spilling everything. Wait, Holy what? Shit, that... I forgot. All about that. It's Wait, when they're sorry, on the rooftop. I'm... Remember when they're dangling him over the edge? Yeah, and then they like drop him, and Sam catches him or brings him back up, and he just tells them everything. It was in that. It was like a really quick, like, 
really quick snippet. Right, because he also references Stephen Strange well before we even got a Doctor Strange movie. Good fucking yeah. call, dude. Really? I'm going to... So, uh, I think that, like, quote. just because of that, they're essentially telling us that uh, it, we, it, we might be sitting, like, not too far off from that movie in the timeline right now. Yeah, so I guess we don't... It doesn't really give us any dates while we're watching. We just get the... We're just under the assumption and under the impression that it's taking place in in current time. Yeah. But I mean, less. time right now is fucking irrelevant with the multiverse and everything that's been going on lately. So, mm-hmm. man, how far we've come from WandaVision to Loki to fucking Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even though I don't really see any of the connection with that to anything else apart now from... Moon Knight. So maybe Moon Knight and Falcon and Winter Soldier take place at the same time. That was both like Could present be. day, I think. Because wasn't uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was present day, I believe. And it had like, well, it right. had dates when they would go to like a new uh, country or something. Right. And that's where that, that, uh, that government organization popped up. Yeah. And that was referenced in Moon Knight. So maybe we do have a time frame, a slight time frame. Hmm. Yeah, you might be right. I wonder how, like, I wonder how that reference is supposed to fit in. Then, if he already knew about that, do you think it was just like the program? Is how they knew about him? I mean, it could be. Like, because like they they surfaced yet. Well, right, but Stephen Strange wasn't the source for Supreme yet either. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, maybe it was the program. Anyways, Ollie, keep going, brother. We uh, we totally took over there for a few seconds. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking right. Give me back the talking stick. As we do. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, again, yeah. I I liked the episode. It was humorous. It actually gave, I thought, a really good. Um, I don't know what the word for it is. I'm not like a, a, literate fucking person. <laughs> a I guess. Wordsmith? A wordsmith, yeah. Thank you. Um, I want to say exposition, and and the way and so what I'm meaning to say is I like the fact that it's not a very typical like villain bad guy. You only see him show up when there's like bad things going on, right? It's very much, um, it's very much he's also there in the mix of things, and he's not your typical bad guy. In that, like, yes, he does, like, touch a homeless guy and just fucking kills him for, you know, the homeless guy's help. But um, the interaction he has with um, Steven is just, I thought I thought it was interesting. Like, he didn't automatically think to take advantage of this guy. He was genuinely like, I'm going to explain things to you the way I see it. And we're just going to have, like, a conversation. And sure, he comes off super, like, evil, but I just kind of appreciate the villain in this show isn't just, like, uh, he's a bad guy because he does obviously bad things. There's a little bit more to it under the surface. And them revealing that he used to be the avatar for Khonshu, I thought was like, oh, that adds depth to it because this guy knows where Mark Spector is coming from, um, but he's kind of like a guy who's... He's, it seems like he's tried to do all the right things, 
or and or he's bitter that Konchu, you know, keeps finding excuses to to control him. Um, but yeah, eventually he's just realized like, oh, that isn't the way, and we need to be more minority report about things and just fucking get rid of the cancer <laughs> altogether rather than let it coexist, you know, in terms of good and evil. He just wants to get rid of evil from the source. And so he has a very, like, philosophical or soul-based, I don't know how to say it, like, idea of e good and evil. He thinks he thinks evil is a um, black and white concept. You're either, like, evil or you're not. But right. I, yeah, so he obviously has some kind of like bitterness. And I wonder if we're going to learn a bit more about what happened to him to kind of explain that. Because, yeah, he's just he's he's a cult leader when he could be like similar to Moon Knight and 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 do things on his own. You know, like, why does he need a group of people to convince them that this is the way when he could just go ahead and do it so like i want to see what his um what his motivations are further to that and i i didn't think we'd get this kind of depth in a villain so i'm kind of surprised that two episodes in we're kind of getting this you know right uh, you know it really does paint a different picture uh for our, our quote-unquote villain too he's not so one note um like they could have made him mm -hmm. um and i think uh i think Arthur Harrow is um, definitely fleshing out more than I thought they would with him uh, and learning, like you said, learning that he was the previous avatar for Khonshu um, definitely changes a lot of my, my thoughts and opinions on the character. And it should be interesting to see um, what that story is. Like you said, like I'm wondering what, what went wrong or what happened? What, why was there such a separation? Yeah. How did he even Oh yeah. How did he even get out because it's it's kind of obvious by the end of the episode that um Konchu using the avatars isn't isn't a mutual thing. It really just seems like he's out to get his own goals. So I'm wondering how Harrow even got out of the situation and how mark right. specter is going to continue as moon knight are they eventually going to come to some kind of agreement that you need a good give and take and he's going to convince this god that like people are good or or you know and that he needs to be treated better or what or or is he somehow going to get Konchu out of the picture but retain the kind of avatar abilities like i'm really curious about that right uh, anything more? Um, yeah, so I'm curious then with... Um, I think I've seen the other suit that he had referred to as Mr. Knight, at least in on yes. the Instagram page. So can Moon Knight actually just kind of pick whatever he wants to look like? Or is he limited to the kind of like I suit? I think the... I think the avatar can pick how the suit looks um, just based on that alone. But Mr. Suit. Knight is actually a character from the comics. Well, I mean, a, a 
whether it's a suit or a full on costume or what have you. I'm, I mean, it could have been, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it could have been like white fucking jeans with like a, with like a, a Henley top and, and like a vest or whatever. If he was a hipster of some kind, you know what I mean? Like could have been, could have been fucking anything. But uh, yeah, no, Mr. Knight is actually a, a, another persona and character from the Moon Knight comics. Um, just give me a second here to pull this up. I can give you a, a touch of insight if I can find it. Hmm. Okay. But, um, fuck me, I'm going to have a hard time with it. Uh, I mean, like, keep, keep discussing while I'm while I'm looking for this because it might might take me some time. Oh, fun fact, uh, Simu Lu. Oh, are you you found it? No, no. Oh, okay, no, no. keep going. Um, yeah, fun fact, Simu Lu does not like uh, Arthur Harrow's Mandarin, and tweeted about it. I didn't even realize what what at what point. Was I mean. Speaking? I don't even speak Mandarin when he was walking down the alley when he first picks up pardon me, when he first picks up Steven and he's talking to that girl who's playing soccer. Oh, okay. Must and he's like, we like to scene. we here like to make a make a point to learn like three languages or whatever. Now I don't speak Mandarin Chinese, but it was awkward for me and it sounded way off. Like it sounded gross. Like I've heard I've heard Mandarin and Cantonese spoken in a variety of martial arts films as well as, you know, YouTube videos and shit. And I like when he was speaking to her, I'm like, what is he even like? What language is that? I'm not saying that I can pick Mandarin or Cantonese out of the barrel, but I mean, I feel like I've got a pretty good grasp of what Chinese languages sound like. Mm-hmm. And that was not <laughs> that was not it. I don't know what that was, but I mean. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe like, they, what do you maybe they you taught him wrong that? as like a joke like did he learn it from his cult members or did he actually know that before or does Amit give him the ability to like know other languages I mean we don't even know what Amit's doing at this point right now yeah you that's that's something that I was curious about. I don't think he's technically an avatar of Amit, otherwise he would have more power. I think he was only given that staff, right? Or like at least shown where the staff right. was. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah, at this point I don't think I don't think he has powers, he just has connections. Well, I mean, we don't really we don't really know. I mean, you could be right. You could uh, that's the the cane might be the only thing giving him any power right now. I would almost, I would venture to say that it is, to be honest, like, especially from everything that we've seen uh, in this episode, um, even at the end, when he just kills that homeless guy for finding the scarab, like he always has the cane with him. And it's always like, like when he's judging people and he's just holding it in his hands um or when he did that thing uh to the ground where uh he opened up that like rift and the jackal came out 
stuff like that. I think I think everything that he can do is directly related to him having that and nothing more. I don't think that uh, like outside of that, he probably can't even communicate with her. Right, but it is kind of a it's kind of a mystery, right? Like we don't have any idea. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely don't know for sure. What he can or cannot do, right? Yeah. But, like, as far as I know, um, he's not, like, he's completely different in the comics, isn't he? Like, Arthur Harrow, wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he was a like one-off a in the comics. scientist or something? He was, he was a one-off in the comics. He wasn't even a main villain. Yeah. Was, well, you don't like, know that. He could... quite literally was only in, like, one or two issues. He could be a, he could be a scientist still, Ryan. I mean, maybe, but he was like in the comics. I'm pretty sure he his face was like half paralyzed, and he was like an ex Nazi scientist. Oh, he was a selected candidate for the Nobel Prize in medicine for his work in the field of pain theory. Interesting. Um, so is pain just blah, a theory, blah, 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 or blah. like what are we what are we saying? trace documents <laughs> He was conducting experiments that were traced back to experiments that were happening in Auschwitz. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, documents relating to secret experiments by scientists in Auschwitz. Back to Harrow. Or possibly he was... Hold on. Despite allegedly being in Mexico to research the Jaguar and Armadillo, Grail was certain that Dr. Harrow was carrying on the Auschwitz experiments and was sent by the Nobel committee to interview him and report back to Stockholm. Yeah. So it looks like he was conducting experiments, um, on people like same, the same kind of experiments that were going on in, uh, yeah, back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out which comic line he was in here. And I'm quite certain he was only just in the one. I um, if I remember what the, ones. yeah, if I remember what the, uh, the kind folks over at uh, New Rock Stars were saying, that he's pretty much just a one-off, like he's a he's a nobody. He's a he was just like a freak of the week kind of, okay. kind of villain. But they've decided to kind of take that and go somewhere with it. Uh, you know, as as Marvel uh, tends to be doing recently, where they kind of just like kind of say fuck it and take some of the most obscure villains or heroes and, and give them a spotlight um i mean take a look at guardians of the galaxy for instance mm-hmm. they were they weren't anything big they were the most one of the most obscure fucking comic book groups in the galaxy of comics and now they're huge mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah uh, and, it, and i mean just like changing characters as well they do quite frequently but in this case, I, I like it because he was just a one-off character, and uh, like I, I don't I don't mind it. I guess I I don't necessarily know how I would feel if they just had a completely different villain. In fact, I probably wouldn't really care all that much. Right. But I don't mind the the changes that we've seen so far. Fair enough. Ollie, any closing thoughts? Um. Yeah. Just one thing is like I, I hope. 
I, I like I don't think it's really going this way, but I think I'm getting a little bit deja vu with with Harrow's cult and um, just that whole group that was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know. I just hope it doesn't like the flag turn... smashers or whatever. Yeah, those losers. I don't know. I was I wasn't really impressed with that whole thing. <laughs> those so losers. What yeah. the fuck? I, I don't know. Like. Eh, eh, I, I can't even come up with like certain similarities I see it just it just gives me those vibes and I really hope that we don't end up going that way with it that's the only thing that I want to see going forward and I and well now that we're in Egypt I'm really fucking curious what's going to happen right cool uh Ryan let's let's hear your side of things what uh what are your thoughts I mean I enjoyed the episode but like I'd said in the watch party, I really felt like all we did in episode two was kind of rehash everything we already knew. Um, we barely got any anything extra. Like, we, we saw him still only the one time in costume. Right. Um, Mark took over for the very end of the episode, so we actually got to learn, like, a little bit from him for maybe the last five minutes kind of deal. And even then, it was just, like, nothing that we couldn't have already figured out from the first episode. No, of course. And same thing with, uh, with like, Arthur and his plans. It was just, like, a slightly more in-depth explanation of exactly what he had said to the person that uh, he judged in the first episode. Yeah. Like, it, to me, it was a good episode, but these first two episodes easily could have been one plus extra content at the end of it and still been within like 45 minutes so i don't know why for such a limited series like they're they're it, it feels like the book of boba fett where it just didn't progress in uh, like a steady fashion sometimes it was really exposition heavy and slow other times there was so many moving pieces that like it, it felt like they were catching up on three episodes worth of stuff. And I think that's right. exactly what we're going to get next episode. Which if they don't do it right, could, could tank the rest of this, this series. I agree. Cause they have a lot to, uh, to cover just to kind of get the pacing moving along a little bit. I think this episode being the second episode was too slow. I don't think we got enough to, to like draw us in aside from the last 10 minutes maybe so I, yeah. I don't know i don't know how i'm feeling about it now i'm still like very i'm i'm i liked the episode but i still i don't think it was like a good continuation that's fair hmm. um any thoughts on the progression i guess of our of our current villain Like, what do you mean in terms of uh, well, like character development? Character development and like learning that he was the previous avatar to Kanchu. Like, what do you what do you think happened there? I mean, I don't know. I I feel like uh, it was probably a similar situation where Kanchu doesn't have a lot of control over Mark, even though he's like threatening him uh, with stuff like that at the end. I don't think he can just take over the body necessarily. 
I think it still right. has to like it, it kind of the same way that uh, Grant and Mark have been struggling in the second episode where whoever's in control of the body at that time is just uh, like they, they have a far better chance of keeping control if one of the other personalities fights back. Right. Um, and it, I think probably something exactly like that happened, but he just used uh, Khonshu's powers in like a way that, uh, uh, is it Ahmet is her name? Yeah. Yeah, that something more akin to like her ideology. Interesting. Yeah, cool. <laughs> that all you got to say then? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I literally like. I don't think it it goes very deep. I, I really don't. I think it's, um, like their explanation of it is probably going to be more or less that. That's fair. I could see that. Um. Okay. And what about uh, anything you, more on on the episode then? Hmm. I don't really have anything else to say, but I like I would love to talk more in depth about like certain points that uh, that you guys bring up. So like, what do you think, Alex? After having like slept on it for a couple days now. Well, first and foremost, not a single one of my predictions came true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were we way off. <laughs> you say we? I? I was way off. I was entirely. I mean, I thought for sure they were going to open with the perspective of Mark Spector mm-hmm. um, and kind of show us what's been going on up until now and then follow through, which ideally for me would have been a good story beat to, to hit on. But I mean, it's, it's not my story to tell. So I'll let, uh, I'll let the fine folks over at Marvel studios to suss that one out. Um, slightly disappointed that that's not where it went. Um, and like you, Ryan, I feel like this episode was lacking something and it definitely did kind of feel like it had similar beats to the first episode. Um, you know, for, for a six episode run limited series, I feel like I need to see more of Moon Knight himself in action and I get it. They're paying good money to have people like like Oscar Isaac on screen. And the man's a fucking champion. He's, he's a fantastic actor. Um, and probably in the same sense of Pedro Pascal needing himself needing more screen time, I can imagine they're probably trying to afford him as much as possible, which they do. They give him a lot of Stephen Grant and, and, and in this second episode, a little bit more Mark Spector. And I'm really hoping that they build on that. I would like to see more Mark Spector. Um, there's cur- currently rumors going around that the last scene where he wakes up in Egypt before he goes to the window is possibly a third personality. Now, I don't think so. That's just a theory. I think someone's just fucking just yanking it and trying to they're the same people who tried to say that uh the castle was doomstadt castle 100 percent was doomstadt castle right um which you know jerry's still out on that it could have been latveria uh is was where where he woke up in that first episode 100 percent could have been doomstadt um, castle is is victor von doom's castle yes yeah. sir 
I I don't I don't know if they would um, use his castle in that scene without having way more of a strong reference to Doom. You know, like Well, we've got four more episodes to to suss that out. Yeah, that's true, I guess. So even even still, even if it's just I mean, we all assume that Harrow was living in the castle and that he came from the castle. We don't 100% know that that's where he came out of. Um, or whether or not he could have dealings with Victor Von Doom. We have zero idea because we don't know anything from, from Harrow's perspective um, yet. Which I'm hoping. <clears throat> and you know what? Fuck it. I'm predicting it here probably going to be wrong because my last one was way off but i'm thinking in episode three if they were smart about it they should kind of tell the story of harrow i want to know one how he was chosen by Conchu. two why he and Conchu have separated and like what was life for him as the former avatar of Conchu? like what 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 created this rift? What was it that he feels that he definitely vies more on the side of Amit and Amit's belief system? Or was it something else? Was there something more? Right. Um, they really need to flesh out his character. They like they they did a good job so far, especially with uh, when you know when he when he picks up Stephen off the street and you know gives him the tour of the compound and you know we're we're just a bunch of humble people living a humble life and blah 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 and there's people sitting down with fucking vr headsets getting 100 percent indoctrinated um talking about <laughs> a fucking lentil soup yeah. good for you and your fucking lentil soup oh you're you're vegetarian right or vegan or whatever no one gives a fuck no one cares but I mean, I, I like I I, <laughs> I like the goat. fact that right. Well, obviously, not everybody there is vegan slash vegetarian. Just just Stephen Grant, which <laughs> honestly, with his persona, I'm really not surprised. Um, <laughs> that's not to say all vegans are pussies, but I mean, I won't say the opposite out of respect for <laughs> vegans. <laughs> Shots shout, shout outs to all the vegans out there <laughs> no longer uh, probably no yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever um yeah no it's nice to see that a, a different side of harold because i mean in the first episode all we got was that kind of messianic figure he comes out He's all dressed in white and shit. He's all humble and his hair is all feathered and flowing. And he's talking to the crowds of people and he's touching people by the hands and then does the whole judgment thing. Like there were, there was, it's all we got out of Harrow. But to be um, honest, like, I feel like that scene was sufficient in like telling us exactly who his character was because at, like at no point did we ever see fear on any of those people's faces uh, it, it was like they were attentive and listening uh, because they wanted to listen. And right. I think that, like, uh, just, again, back to what I was saying about how I think the pacing was slow, 
I don't think that any of those scenes had to be in. I think they did a good enough job of representing that without having him just say it out loud, you know? Right. Sorry, one second. What okay. the fuck? Okay, I get it. Luke don't Ryan even want to answer, Ryan. You sentence? just... Yeah. I said sorry. One second. Did, did no one hear me? Yeah, was, we did. Uh, you're but... probably too far away. Honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what was the question? There was no, no question. question. That was just a yeah. right, right, right. Sorry, yeah. I was fishing through my my mini fridge there, trying to grab a drink, and I couldn't quite reach it. And I was like stretching my head towards the microphone, but I had to. Anyway, um. <clears throat> Yeah, but you know, like I said, this it was nice to see a little bit more out of Harrow this episode. Um, though I think it doesn't make me empathize with him; it just gives me a, a broader picture of his character. Of you know, he's he's trying to be nice and calm and collected, uh, but if you test him, he'll fucking push back. And I think that it's great character building. As for the episode as a whole entirely, it was okay. Um, it kind of, honestly, it felt almost filler-like with, with the exception of getting a little more insight on, on Harrow. Um, and I did appreciate the, uh, the humor beats, you know, with, you know, him with Steven turning into Mr. Knight accidentally all because, you know, he was told that he needed to put the suit on. Um, yeah. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about Mark Spector's wife or soon to be ex-wife, Layla. Um, I know that she was a prominent figure, I think in the comics and part of, uh, part of his little group there. Um, and like learning that she's next in line to be the next avatar of Khonshu. Why? Oh, like what kind of deal does this Mark Spector have with Conchu right now? Like what is what is what is oh, Mark trying to I thought, achieve? I thought that was pretty clear. Um I'm pretty sure he Enlighten me. Pretty sure when the when the cops arrested him and they showed them the room full of all the dead bodies or or talked about how in this what was it, some Egyptian monuments they found everyone dead and this is what they did to the surveyors or whatever? And they assume, and Mark right. Spector was the only survivor of that. I'm assuming he died as well. But what they found in that tomb or wherever they were gave him the Avatar abilities, and since then he's been the Avatar. Uh, that's kind of what I put together from that episode. So I'm pretty sure Mark Spector is actually dead, and that they just revived him. And Konchu is just starting to show his true colors, maybe, if he hasn't already. But we're kind of starting to see that, you know, he's not... He he doesn't really care about Mark Spector. He just... He's just a, a means to his own goal. So that's kind of what I, what I got from it. So I think he's just basically being like, if you mm -hmm. don't do this for me, then I'm going to use her as the next avatar and you know how that goes where she'll have no control over who she is. Yeah. And from like a little bits of what they were saying back and forth to each other, when Mark got control of the body, 
it, it was kind of like it, it, he was being promised like one more job, kind of like what Arthur was saying to to Stephen Grant, um, that like there's always one last uh, one last task, and yeah, yeah that uh, that Conchu has for you. And okay. I think that that's exactly what's happening. I think that he's just lording the fact that he's uh, wanting um, to either keep this body or move into uh, the body of his wife. Uh, and it, it just like keeps telling him, if you do this one thing for me, then I'll leave you alone. And like, I won't, I won't take your wife's body. I'll find a new host. And uh, just every time he finishes, it's something bigger. I, here's right. here's a th here's a theory. Okay, so we know that Amit is all about um, trying to get rid of evil before it even happens. So and but and Konshu is a guy who just wants to serve justice, basically. Like that's kind of like the the theme of of his workings is that he takes control of an avatar mm -hmm. to dole out justice that he sees as unfair. But what if he also has a weird misconception with the way evil works. What if he thinks that because he found a mercenary who is job is to kill somebody, that this is somebody that is inherently evil and he's basically punishing them by taking them over and giving them this deal as if to kind of like wipe the slate clean for them. And that Mark Spector is kind of in juvie basically or jail where he's just being punished by Konchu as just another layer of justice so maybe by the end of the series we'll see Konchu seeing Mark Spector as an actual good guy with a good heart and maybe that's how you know we'll get our our moon knight or I could be totally wrong but I think that but... is far too deep for, for what is what is actually being written oh i i mean i feel like that would be, be really cool. good yeah it would be cool you gotta have you gotta have a life lesson right yeah mm -hmm. maybe mark specter's done some horrible shit but i mean just because he was a mercenary and he's a contract killer we don't know who he's been contracted by maybe he's a mercenary for hire who kills bad guys yeah he could be he could be the mercenaries they hire to go on boats to protect from pirates if they pass by pirate infested waters right right all those pirates in egypt well i mean around the world he's obviously an international <laughs> kind of dude just playing god damn god damn Take a joke god damn um i mean i will say this episode definitely had a little more humor in it mm -hmm. um it was it was entertaining and funny but it doesn't take away from the fact that we just got almost cut for cut the same thing as the first episode with a little less a little less straining in and out of consciousness and a little more streamlined yeah um layout because it was less him fucking zoning in and out and more just shit happening um which mm -hmm. was cool um yeah, I'm eager to see <clears throat> where this takes us, especially with him uh, going all the way to the source in Egypt. I'm wondering, like, is this going to empower him more, or are we just going to get more answers as to what's going on? 
Um, we get to finally see what that scarab thing is going to do, where that's going to lead him. Um, a lot of questions. And, and the thing is, is they've got four more episodes to deliver us a complete story. And I, and you know, at the end of this, they need to either not either. They need to wow us. Uh, for me, my standards are getting increasingly high. The more and more these shows keep coming out, the more these things keep happening. Mm-hmm. Um, because as far as I'm concerned right now, the only top contenders in terms of overall have been WandaVision and Loki. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Everything else has been just okay. Uh, come, come looking at it from a, from a broader perspective looking at the at the larger picture that's not to say that falcon winter soldier was was trash it wasn't it was good but it wasn't great it was trash. Um, and they did they did a decent job of of telling us you're fucking trash <laughs> they did a decent <laughs> job of telling the story um and you know like moving things along the way they should have honestly the saving grace in that show was fucking nemo or what's his name? Is it Nemo? No. Daniel Bruhl's character with the mask. Uh, Zemo. Crickets. Oh yeah. <laughs> Call, called him fucking Nemo. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no motherfucking clownfish. But like I, I, I agree though. I think all of the shows, if you look at them episode by episode, they're all pretty good. But I think the main problem with that is they're being too safe. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, Hawkeye, and I think so far Moon Knight are the biggest victims of that. Is they just they don't have a big enough like outlook on it. They're they're trying to make it too small and contained. When I think they should, this is when they should be taking risks and oh, like absolutely. seeing what they can do with things when it's in this format, for example, because they've already found their format for movies. They know what works for them and they've been able to put out like consistent bangers in the last uh, couple of years here. So uh, <laughs> last I, I don't decade think... and then some. <laughs> let's not be that generous i don't think <laughs> most of those movies hold up as well as uh as like the first couple times you watch them you know? i don't know man a good chunk of those hold up pretty fucking good with the exception uh, of mm-hmm. captain marvel and captain marvel uh, <laughs> 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 no there's one more that wasn't up to par and i don't remember for me Black anyway. Widow. i can't remember which one it is right now Black, thank you, Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow and Captain Marvel, I think, for me, are, are the two weakest in the entire timeline. Yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot There's of people would that are like in that category for me. Yes, like, I, I would, know but... how you feel about Age of Ultron. Fuck's sakes, let it go. I don't like it. I don't Wait, like do it. I? I don't dislike Age of Ultron that much. However, uh, I would put. The first Captain America down there. I would put the first two Thor Ooh. movies down there. I would put the second Iron Man movie down there. Oh, Whoa. I like sharp it. words. I, you cut they, me. Okay, they your are words not, are like knives are slicing away at my heart. You know what, Ryan? They I feel like only... they feel like the tail end of awful '90s superhero movies. 
you're not so they're you're only not slightly wrong. improved from that yeah you, Thank you're, you. you're but not just wrong. because you're not wrong that. doesn't I, I mean you're right the support <laughs> god yeah. damn so that's so savage I, I bro I see exactly what you mean with all those movies. So I, I know I know what level you're putting them on. But the only thing that I will argue with you, I, I I mean not really argue with you, but just add to that is that I think Black Widow was on a whole nother level to those movies. Like I just felt like that movie was just like <laughs> hot garbage. Like they put this movie out as like an afterthought with like I, I don't know like just just a cash grab and and then. I, I think Captain Marvel, I would rank a little bit higher than most of those movies you listed. But yeah, I kind of agree. What? Like Captain Captain Marvel's kind of like the top tier one, and then after that, all of those would fall under it. Gross. And then the bottom being Black Widow. I would prefer Widow. to watch Black Widow. I so would I prefer think... to watch Black Widow over Captain Marvel any day of the week. I, I propose... Okay, <laughs> we, so Alex, we your use least favorite Captain Marvel, all of your least favorite is Black Widow? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, right so now? that's the scale. That's the, the scale we're gonna use. Those are your light, uh, least favorites. Those so then, what's your favorite. absolute least favorite then, Ryan? Oh, Fire man. those shots. Load it all into one fucking cannon. <laughs> yeah, just kill <laughs> Alex. I want to hear it. What is? Don't it, well, don't kill me too be hard. Iron Man too. It's got to be Iron Man too. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I that's want okay. my. I want my bird. I, it, <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> I want my board. <laughs> Fuck me. Are you, I mean, I, I I like Iron Man, but I mean, I like a lot of those movies. I like Thor: The Dark World, and a lot of people shit all over that movie. Mm. And I thought oh, it was fucking God. awesome. I thought it was pretty fucking good. Right. I mean, it helps set the stage and and set everything up with the ether and and turning in to be the the, the reality giant. stone and all that junk yeah. Fro- fucking frost giants <laughs> were in the first thor movie it was it was dark elves that weren't really all that dark no they were in the first thor movie the only frost giant in the second thor movie was loki so then who are they who are they with in the second dark movie? elves dark who, elves oh i'm mixing them up with? I'm mixing them up. How do you mix them up? One actually looks like elves, and the other <laughs> one looked like giants of ice. They're both from dark realms. <laughs> Bloody hell, dude! <laughs> that I'll give you, but that's it. <laughs> Common mistake. Me. Common mistake. Don't worry about it, Ollie. <laughs> Iron Man Two. I mean, Iron Man Two could have could have stood to be. A little better. I mean, a weird, a, a weird villain to to really pull out of the woodwork, like Whiplash. Um, but I mean, like Mickey Rourke. Yeah, he's a passable actor. He's not great. Oh. Oh. He does okay. And apparently, yeah. I mean, like God forbid they should have picked up actual fucking Russian guy who's <laughs> built like a brick shit house and. You know, put him into that role, we probably would have been better off. But I mean, Mickey Rourke was probably doing nothing with his life, as usual, living off that wrestler money. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. 
fucking Mickey Rourke. Jesus. Do you know? Do you remember the? Okay, the last thing I remember seeing Mickey Rourke in was a really shitty, really cheesy Jean Claude Van Damme movie back in the day called Double Team, which also starred NBA superstar. Um, oh shit, what was his name? Oh, I lost it. One second, Dennis Rodman. Does anybody even remember oh, who Dennis Rodman is? Are we talking about the guy? Uh, he who was like one of Michael guy. Jordan. No, never mind. Oh, the guy who goes to North Korea what to play basketball. Did... Yeah, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Super... I thought I yeah, heard that guy. Yeah. I thought I Fucking... heard WWE for some reason. No, you you heard NBA superstar. NBA. <laughs> yeah. Um. He was the villain in that movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme and fucking Dennis Rodman. What a horrible <laughs> trash bin fire of a movie that was Sounds like back it. in the day. Oh, dude, it was so bad. We should definitely watch it sometime. <laughs> oh, it's fucking horrible. Um, and that was back back before Mickey Rourke got like super cut and had all the work done on his face and and whatever else he was still kind of human looking back then um but that that was from like the late 90s that's the that's the last thing i remember seeing mickey work in and then and then you know he did he had the movie the wrestler uh, with him and marissa tomei and, and there's a bunch of shit all in between that but these aren't these aren't movies i've seen before at all and probably never will watch because it's not my not my cup um yeah. but yeah i mean like, like I, i'm with you iron man 2 could definitely have been a lot stronger um but i mean there's also a lot of people out there that think iron man 3 was trash too i agree yeah. with that though i didn't really like iron man 3 the yet. whole iron like, the yeah. only yeah. Iron it sounds, man sounds like you didn't like trilogy. anything i i like the first iron man movie even though it was like honestly no different from any of their other origin stories um but i i think that it got better after um the Witter Soldier came out. I think that was kind of like like the turning point for Marvel movies when they actually started to improve, especially in the origin stories. Yeah, Winter Soldier was dope. Probably in my top three of all time Marvel films so far. Yeah, it was yeah. I didn't. One. I didn't like it. At I mean, first, I've watched the Winter Soldier me. almost as many times as Thor Ragnarok, and Thor Ragnarok was like top tier. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's taken a back seat because Shang-Chi came in and knocked it right the fuck out of the park. Yeah. So I guess I it goes it goes Shang-Chi, Thor Ragnarok, and then Winter Soldier as my top three Marvel films of all time. Winter Soldier was just a whole other ball game, dude. It was this weird spy thriller. Um, it just really got the fucking ball rolling. You got to see Cap in a different kind of light. Fucking Sam Jackson's. Uh, I was about to call him Nick Cage. Oh my god, Nick Fury got. <laughs> yeah. He has range. <laughs> He's been playing Nick Cage all this time. This whole time. I didn't even know. This whole time, <laughs> bro. What? Yeah. Sam Jackson has what in fact been Nicholas Cage. They are one in the same. <laughs> <laughs> man Fuck that me. is uh that is impressive i mean how does 
No, I, I lost it. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, no, Winter Soldier was fucking crazy. It was eerie. It was thrilling. It was like has you know just thinking about it gets my fucking heart pumping. Like just just my pulse is pounding thinking about that story. That story was super airtight and awesome. I think it also like um, easily has the best fight scene in any of the Marvel movies. Dude, that opening yeah. sequence where they fucking storm the ship and Captus goes around the outside fucking everybody up. Like, every time. Every time. It's like within the first, like, five minutes, he comes around the corner and he boots a guy so fucking hard. He slams, like, <laughs> what must be, like, the small of his back against the, 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 the fucking rail and just goes over the side of the ship. Every time, I'm like, oh, fuck! Like, <laughs> like oh, dude. And then he fights fucking GSP, Canadian fucking legend UFC fighter, George yeah, Rush St. Pierre. Fucking it's crazy. Awesome. Is Batrock, who then comes back in Falcon and Winter Soldier and doesn't really do his character any justice as far as I'm concerned, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. He got to fight Cap. That was fucking dope. Still, I always, I love that, uh, like Bucky versus Cap. Um, oh, with the, with the, the knife on the fucking the knife, on the street? Yeah. yeah. Like, that fucking flip with it. It's so oh. sick, man. Oh, Which yeah. he could do himself. He learned yeah. how to do that. Yep. Fucking crazy. Oh, that's sick. Oh, that's I might awesome. watch Winter Soldier tonight. Oh, man. <laughs> I think Ooh, we might my have top to go three down. Goes Shang-Chi, yeah, what, what is your top three? Endgame, Civil War. Oh, those are good then, picks, uh, though. And then Winter Soldier's fourth. Oh, those are good picks, though. Thor Ragnarok Wait. doesn't even register. What? No, that one's, that one's five. I really like that movie, but I just... Like it's for me, Endgame is only where it is because of the theater experience. Fair. If yeah. it wasn't, if it wasn't for the theater experience, that would be Ragnarok. That's fair. That is more than fair. God damn, Ollie, what are your what are your top three, man? Since we're on this, man, I don't even know if I want to like define anything. Hold on, 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 hold on. I know what they are. Black Widow. <laughs> okay. Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, mm-hmm. Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like yeah. it. This is definitely Nah, man, hit me with the top three. What you got? Yeah. God, let me think. I want to say Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1. Oh! Uh, in no, in no particular That's order. I'm just, I, I'm just... I, I, could ag- I could agree with that. I'm just no, no. I want them in order. Three. I yeah, want. Give us, I want give us one, two. Okay, well, order, well let me we let did. me think of them. Let me think of them first, and then I'll order them. Okay. Um, uh, second God one, damn. Eternals. Like and then third, oh. Ant Man. Hmm. The first Ant Man. Those are my top three. Really? <laughs> okay. I would those say are those are some out there picks. I feel like. I would say I would rank Ant Man one. Eternals 2, Guardians 3. Damn, son. That is a way different selection than I would have thought for you. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what would you think, aside from your joking top three? What, what did you think I was going to say? Um, I would have thought for certain uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, no, and then I would have thought their, maybe something Ryan a little more upset. No, that's fair. And I would have thought something a little more, not obscure, but not quite 
in the realm of things. Um, I mean, technically, the Incredible Hulk is oh, in the MCU, right? So, like, maybe that would be four. Technically, yes. <laughs> technically, yes. You're not. You're not wrong. You are absolutely correct in that. Um, you know what? It's I'm having a hard time. Yeah, like what is obscure in the MCU? Like Thor one and two are Bro, obscure, I, I would say. Swear to God, I will <laughs> fucking. I would. Well, to be honest, I would say that um, Eternals is one of the more obscure ones. For oh, sure. yeah. No, Eternals, I 100% get. But um, I don't know. I would have thought maybe, maybe Black Panther. Um, the Guardians, I get. And I thought maybe maybe one of the... Uh, I say obscure, I'm using that word very much incorrectly. Um, I would have thought maybe one of the Avengers movies. Yeah. My hmm. guess for you would have been uh, Ragnarok, Infinity War, uh, and Shang-Chi. Uh, okay. Okay, maybe that one would be number four, Shang-Chi. But... Yeah, I I don't know Infinity War and and um what was the other one you just said? Endgame. Endgame. No. Uh, the other movie that I said. Yeah, the other movie you said Black Panther was it? No, that was Alex's thing. I said Black um, Panther. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, Ragnarok. Um, you know what? I kind of agree more with you though on Ragnarok, Ryan. Like I, I enjoyed it a lot, but there were just aspects of it that I felt were a little bit too. I don't know. Like they tried really hard with their humor, and a lot of it landed, mind you. It just, I don't know. I, I just, I just like don't. All of it landed. Yeah. When I, but when I think about that movie, <laughs> I just don't think it's my top three like i just can't picture it in my top three i just go by like my gut instinct with this and, and i guess i i just try to think about what my experience was in the theaters and i think the strongest experiences i felt were when i saw ant-man eternals and the first guardians of the galaxy and i guess i have like good memories like tied to it like guardians of the galaxy i went to go see in mexico city when i was visiting family um or that oh, was yeah. when I was in Australia. I can't... Okay, maybe I can't remember. But either way, I felt like there was a very strong feeling to it. And... There are strong, strong feelings and memories attached to this. But I can't remember what they are. Stoner brain, you know? Um, but then, I, Okay, I know Eternals. I think Eternals... I, that was one of the movies... That and the Batman. I think I texted you guys right after I saw it. And I said I really liked it. Um, mm -hmm. and then, and then Ant-Man, I just, I don't know. I just fucking love Paul Rudd and I just, I love the character of Ant-Man. fantastic. Yeah. I just, like, Ant-Man is, uh, yeah, is for dope. me, it's, it, Ant-Man's it's actually my wife's watch. favorite Marvel character in the MCU I, right now. I would kind of agree. Like I'm, I, I really like to see Ant-Man. And and Drax, maybe those are 
yeah, I'm curious. Okay, aside from movies, what are your guys' favorite characters in the MCU? I'll let Ryan go first. <laughs> I mean, right now, I am really liking Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm also, okay. like, super into uh, uh, Wanda and Doctor Strange at the moment. And like just because they've been getting more development recently, I feel like in like a, a more unique way than we've seen most of the other heroes develop so far. Right. I, I just feel like especially drawn to these three uh, characters more well, than any of the others. To be fair, there's been a lot of buzz going on, especially with this movie coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's, I, I think, I honestly think and believe that Multiverse of Madness is going to shatter everything into a million pieces and i'm i'm not trying to be punny on that one with all of the shattered mirror and shattered glass imagery associated with it i just really think that this is going to take the mcu to a whole other level um and i don't know if my brain and consciousness is going to be able to survive <laughs> like i think they're gonna fucking they're, this movie is gonna melt my face in the best way yeah. possible yeah i agree with you for sure I think this movie is is going to be something like I think it's going to be something special, something extremely unique, oh, especially for a superhero I think, movie. I think this is going to be the kind of maybe even Captain America: Winter Soldier of this phase, or even maybe the Civil War of this phase. Mm. Like it just it kind of feels like mm. it's going to unlock a lot of uh, doors going forward, you know. That's fair. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So... I mean, for me... No, sorry, go on. Uh, no, no, it's okay. I don't have any one singular choice, much like uh, much like Ryan. Right now, I mean, Shang-Chi is like... He's my king right now, only because... Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like, I'm a big fan... Of martial arts films i'm a big fan of the old school kung fu movies um so like that really that really hits hits home for me like my brother and i used to watch fucking old like jet lee and jackie chan movies when we were younger so like mm-hmm. seeing that kind of representation on screen in the mcu as a superhero was was fucking awesome for me um, mm-hmm. And like a lot of the the attention to detail and a lot of the the homage paid to the old you know like wuxia films and uh, and old kung fu movies and stuff and the whole you know chi and all that stuff like it definitely put Shang Chi way up in the echelons for me. Um, so if I had to fuck it, I will top three this shit if I have to. Do it. Um, yeah, do it. And that's, I mean, that's like, what I want to hear. Like, give me give me more than just the one. Um, and it doesn't necessarily follow suit with my top three movie picks either. Um, but Shang-Chi right now is standing in first place for my favorite Marvel character. And I can't wait to see more. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Second yeah, place, even though I didn't put, I didn't put the movie on the map, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it truly saddens me that Chadwick Boseman is no longer with us to fulfill that role. Um, like his portrayal of the Black Panther was stellar. Like his portrayal of Black Panther is akin to, in my opinion, is akin to Heath Ledger's Joker. 
Oh, yeah. Just masterful. And not anyone, not anyone is going to be able to fill those shoes. Hmm. Not a single human being. Which is is truly what saddens me most. And then for third place, you know, usually my go-to in terms of Marvel characters in general is usually the Hulk, but it's not. As far as MCU goes, curveball. my third place favorite. Her- Sorry, what? <laughs> curveball. Yeah, curveball. <laughs> um, my third place favorite character right now is Rocket. Oh, okay. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Rocket's dope as I fuck. I love Rocket Raccoon, especially uh, Bradley Cooper's rendition of Rocket Raccoon. I think it is fantastic. He's got mm-hmm. timing down, his jokes hit. Even when they don't hit in terms of like the actual scene in the film where they're not supposed to hit, I still laugh anyway. Mm. Like, I, like I, I can't wait to see more Guardians and see more uh, of, of what's going on with Rocket and his and his well, and his relationship with Groot as well. I mean, you can't have Rocket without Groot. So um, let's just say Rocket slash Groot because they're kind of sure. like one entity, and yeah. that's my top three, hands down. It's my okay. top three. All right, Ollie. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to... Uh, I've been thinking about this during your two conversations, and I've been on my stoner brain night right now. I don't want to forget my choices. I've been having to continually think about them to keep them in my head. Um, so you didn't first... write them down? No. God, no. I'm so <laughs> far from the computer. Um, so first... Ollie's, I, I... Ollie's on the toilet right now. No, I'm on my I'm on my couch. I'm just I'm just a few meters from my computer. Um, so my first stroking it. Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop. stop. If anyone if anyone wants to hack into my laptop webcam and see me stroking it, just go ahead and do it. Fuck that! that Don't even hack. Don't lie. You've got your OnlyFans (laughs) open right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who doesn't want to watch like a naked? dude talk about nerdy shit on his podcast on OnlyFans. That's that's my selling <laughs> and, point. And it is Oliver.hruiz on OnlyFans. <laughs> forward slash or backslash. I don't know how that stuff works. I don't OnlyFans, so you know. Okay. Anyways, my top three picks are more so in terms of who I want to see more fleshed out and or slash see more of. Um, so my first pick would be Loki. You know, I think we're getting really interesting okay. character development with him uh, from the Avengers movies uh-huh. and the whole Endgame arc to what we're seeing going on in the TV show. Uh, my second pick is going to be Ned from, uh, you know, the Spider-Man ah, trilogy. Nice. Oh, shit. Fucking okay. A, dude. I want to get... One. I want to get his background. I really hope it wasn't just a one-off, like, funny thing they did in the movie where he can use the ring. Oh, no. They'll delve into slip that. Ring. Yeah. Like, I... I They'll delve I, into that. I want to get more into what's going on in Ned's world. Like, yeah. Um, and then my third and last pick is going to be really controversial <laughs> with you guys, especially considering the conversations we've had. But Captain Marvel... Try me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just oh. <laughs> um, get out. So, You're done. 
So I say this because <laughs> she's had such a shitty like start like with her movie, and then the only oh, thing absolutely. she does is come back in Endgame and like knocks and like flies through Thanos's ship to crash it, and like that's basically it that we've seen of the character. Like we haven't really seen this character fleshed out almost at all. I felt like her character was was almost two dimensional in and like I'm no I'm no big critic or anything, but I just didn't like jive well with her character in in the movie. So yeah, I, I just I think they need to do more with her character before they start maybe turning the light towards these other Marvels. I just it was well, kind of a waste a lot of more a character. With her. They need to seriously flesh her out. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, that's that's my kind of top three. I just I think there's a lot more to those characters that they could be doing, and I look yeah I look forward to seeing more of it. I agree with you to like an extent on Captain Marvel. I think like I I hope that they continue to work with the character and um like build a proper storyline around her and actually kind of make her a little more dynamic than what we've seen from her so far. Um, But as far as I know, like her source material is more or less what we got. Like she isn't, if I, from what I have heard, she isn't a very, like her storylines don't have much depth to them. Um, She is more or less like exactly how we saw her and everything she's in, in terms of comic material. But I think that that gives them plenty of room to go their own way and develop her to be, I don't know, like an actual character instead of just <laughs> like a really powerful kind of being that only shows up when you need her. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, like I mean... Make her more human. She was the furthest thing from it in in her own movie. Like, yeah, she completely just comes emotionless off like a soldier. In the majority of the scenes she was in. Yeah, yeah, like she's just exactly. she's just a but soldier. Like, she could be so much more than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of agree with you there. And and am I wrong to think? Uh, I'm sure we've discussed it before. Is she in the trailer for Doctor Strange? Is that her? Um, we no, don't know. I'm. I mean, I don't think it's her. But. I don't know what I think it is anymore. Like there was a while where I thought like it, it could potentially be superior Iron Man. And as cool as that would be, I'm starting to think that it's not anymore. Right. Well, when I, when I watched the trailer and I did pause it and slow it down to kind of take a look, there is definitely a Cree outfit that looks like Captain Marvel's outfit. And it's very possible that it could be, either Captain Marvel from a different timeline, because we do, we, we forget that this is the multiverse of madness, right? Right. So it could be an alternative uh, Captain Marvel, or it could be Monica Rambeau, or Mm -hmm. it could be, well, it won't be Miss Marvel because she's still a kid and hasn't quite joined the MCU yet. So yeah, um, that's my guess. It's either a different Captain Marvel or 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 it's Monica Rambeau because we only see them in in their what's the binary state? Mm-hmm. They're all glowy and shit, right? Like the only thing I yeah. could make out was just body shape, and to right. me it was a very feminine body shape. So like, yeah, I, I agree with you there. To me, it's definitely oh 
a woman of some kind. I just don't know which woman it is. Everything else is all blurred out and or 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 not blurred. What's the word I'm looking for? Brightened out due to the the binary state. Right. So uh, who knows? Who knows? Oh, okay. Not I. Um, random random kind of tidbit in that relates to both the name of our podcast and to um, Multiverse of Madness that I just thought of. Um, Multiverse of Madness kind of gives me vibes of this Lovecraft story that is called the like Mountains of Madness. And in that story, the whole theme of it is be careful what you discover because like you, you're going to regret knowing what's out there that you don't know exists kind of thing. So yeah, okay. I just kind of like that um, that vibe, and I'm just kind of curious going into this movie. Are we gonna just? Is there gonna be like big reveals going on that you know kind of turn the multiverse into like this ugly, like scary concept rather than like, ooh, look at all these cool worlds with all these different characters in it. It could they could be building up as some like looming kind of like haunting thing like anything could be possible you don't know what's going to be what you're going to see kind of thing oh absolutely Mm -hmm. and i guess you see that with him fighting like three different monsters in the trailer well right like we have based on what we've seen in trailers which we can only take with a fucking grain of salt right like we (laughs) i keep saying it you know, Marvel, these people at the MCU and Marvel Studios, they are the masters of deception. We see what they want us to see. And, like, they're showing us one thing, possibly to temper our expectations in one direction, when really it's this, like I said, I think this movie is going to knock us on our ass. It's going to make us think. It's going to open our eyes to a larger picture. And now I don't know... If this is where, if this is, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's possible. Um, but I mean, at this point, I mean, who fucking knows? Um, I'm, I think that, fuck me, I'm losing my train of thought. Goddamn. Um, too many drinks? Not too many. Maybe not enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I think what what happens in this movie is, like I said, is going to change the MCU from now until the end of these phases. And I think whatever this is, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I don't think we're going to get uh, the big, like like the entire picture. Like we're not going to know what the big bad is or what the what the story beats are going to be, like we did in in the first phases where we we you know figured it out okay so that's the infinity stones which obviously means the infinity gauntlet which obviously means the infinity war you know that whole kind of saga um i don't think we're going to get that just yet i think that we're not going to get that until the next phase so we're in phase four i don't think we're going to get that till phase five a much clearer picture of what's going on but i think whatever they reveal in the the multiverse of madness is going to change the face and the body and the fucking plumbing uh, of the MCU as we know it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I agree with that for sure. The only thing, though, is once they do this, once they unleash this madness, pun intended, are they going to be able to keep up and pace? Are they going to be able to continue to deliver banger after banger? Because right now, so far, in terms of, of the movies, they have did all right. Shang-Chi was a fucking wicked strong opener. That's why it takes my number one slot in favorite Marvel films of all time. Whoa. It was so good. Right. Eternals, not as strong as Shang-Chi, but still a good film. And definitely told a story that... that made us think and make it made us wonder what Mm -hmm. could possibly be happening next. Like they opened up this gate of, well, now, now celestials are involved and now these eternals are involved and you know, what's Arishim fucking doing? What's he planning? And like bringing in Eros, uh, uh, Thanos's brother. What, like, what's the point of that? There's obviously a huge, Something big is going to happen. We just don't know how it all ties together. You know, what does this have to do with, with the Black Knight and Blade and Moon Knight? What does this have to do? I don't think any of this has anything to do with Morbius. I'm quite certain that that Sony part uh, is just going to be completely restrictive to Spider-Man and that universe. You know, Morbius, Venom, yeah. and bits and pieces yeah. of Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Although I'm thinking... We're probably going to see more Tom Holland in current state of MCU. And they might even bring, I mean, it's, it's already rumored. I don't know if it's confirmed, but I think Andrew Garfield and, and Toby Maguire are probably getting further roles, That'd be which further would be pretty dope. And you know what? I really Peter Parker further roles in it as, as Peter Parker. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and I think it might even give way to, to the spider-verse we know madam web is a thing we know that that's happening mm-hmm. and i think that that actually might tie into miles morales fucking movie gods willing i'm hoping um i mean you could tell a wicked spider-verse story where either toby mcguire or andrew garfield gets offed even though we know that tom holland is the same is in the same um universe as miles morales we we you know that was demonstrated with with uh donald glover's uh character in the first in uh in yeah the first uh spider-man movie there so with that being said they may have to figure out a way to tilt that uh if they're going to bring miles morales into the spider-verse but i mean with madam webb it doesn't matter madam webb's such a such a mystic being it doesn't matter who belongs where. And with everything going on in the multiverse right now, it doesn't matter who belongs to what because this whole thing's going to get fucking shattered. Um, I think anyway. That's, that's what I keep saying about, about this about multiverse of madness. I think this is going to fucking shatter absolutely everything. And they're going to be able to pull from wherever they want, from whichever timeline they want because it's the multiverse. And I think that they're going to lean super hard into this. And uh, and we're gonna get something truly extraordinary. I just hope that they can they can keep pace with it all. Mm-hmm. I do too. I mean, I, I think they're gonna definitely have their work cut out for them, uh, keeping up with whatever we get 
with Multiverse of Madness. However, I do hope that Sony keeps their, their distance from the MCU right now, at least until they've kind of made up their minds on what they want to do in terms of, like, characters and um, story building. I think they have a lot to figure out before we can uh, look at more hopeful crossovers like that. And I just, I like even a future Spider-Man movie, I have very little hope for if it's coming out of Sony at this point. The only thing that I'm excited to see from them is the second Spider-Verse movie. But right. uh, that's, I don't know. I, I feel like their animation haven't let me down so far yet. Almost all of their live action movies in the last however many years have. Right. Okay. Um yeah, I'm curious with so Alex, yeah, you're you're kinda saying that that you, you hope that they keep this momentum and you don't know where they could kinda go from there. Um what if the way they're introducing the multiverse is more of like um uh MCU fail safe. So they're not gonna introduce the multiverse because it's gonna be this big complex um part of this phase or the whole story that's happening on whatever universe this is that that makes up the main universe what if they're going to introduce the multiverse to then sort of introduce a character that you might see in in a in a multiverse portal kind of thing um where it might cross over and then they'll go back to their other universe and then they'll have a movie where they could just like follow that character and that character would then kind of be um, starting its own little uh, sequence of movies, of collection of characters that encompass that universe. And they could do movies on that. So they could do these all these different iterations of characters that they couldn't do in this multiverse because they've already set, this is the thing that defines this multiverse or this universe but we really want to tell this story, but it doesn't really work because, oh, maybe Iron Man is dead, let's say. So they then make, mm-hmm. you know, a, a movie in a different universe where that Iron Man is a different character or, mm-hmm. you know, different kind of origin story, what have you. And it's a different world where maybe like World War Two is still going on or whatever, you know, like, do you kind of see what, what, what I mean is like, they could totally just make like yeah, like essentially sub- the the reverse of them adding stuff like the X Men in, where they still have their their own unique storylines, and yeah. they're making sure that like it it doesn't impact the MCU that we know right now. Yeah, exactly. And then at any point, if they decide that this main MCU that we're in right now is no longer interesting to tell the story, like they might. They did a Thanos arc. They might do a big Kang the Conqueror arc or Victor Von Doom and like end it there. And then, but they've by but by that point they've already established another universe and they start making more and more movies in that universe slowly over time. That will then take over um, th- this main timeline, and then they could tell a lot, mm-hmm. you know, like different stories because now they've hooked the main audience into into understanding these other characters that may, maybe aren't mainstream you know so 
I, I think that would be yeah. I think that's kind of an interesting thought and like that would kind of be wild and it would future proof the MCU um because then they would be forced to do all these softer hard reboots that DC that the DCEU's doing in the, in their stuff right like and mm-hmm. you know hot off the presses that whole Ezra Miller situation sounds like it's going to cause a bunch a, another wave of rewrites and it's already caused um movies to be pushed around and reordered in the DCEU so like if Marvel wants to kind of avoid that situation and not run out of like talents or something or storylines then they're gonna then I think it's wise for them to lean into the multiverse and kind of tell other stories that they can't tell in this universe I think yeah anyways I think that would be very I, I can definitely agree with that I, I I will second that. I will I will back you up on that one. I think that that's definitely a good direction that they could take it. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. all I got. That's, uh, I think I had like <laughs> I think I had like some I interesting donor mind bursts there. I liked it. I thought it was a good take. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a good six out of ten. Whoa. <laughs> But regarding the whole Ezra Miller thing, um, now that, uh, as far as I know, he's been officially fired. Where was your segue on that, Ryan? That that was a segue. He was being, like, nonchalant about it. Wait, did you just say that in the last, like, five minutes? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I'm so sorry. To him. My oh, bad. No, I... no I, I think I might have spaced out for a second there and definitely missed that part. I apologize. I take that back. Please yeah, go ahead. You should. <laughs> um, go on, Ryan. Now, now that I, as far as I have heard, he seems to be no longer working with uh, Warner Brothers. Um, what do we think is uh, is going to happen with the Flash as a character? Do we think that they're just going to replace him and it'll still be Barry Allen, or do we think they're going to kind of do what they've been doing with other heroes and like replacing uh, Superman with Supergirl, where we might see Wally West instead take up the mantle of this character in the future? Yeah, that's. I mean. They, they do have an Iris West, right? So we know the Wests do exist. Kind of the same way we know that mm-hmm. Miles Morales exists in the MCU. So I, 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 right. I wouldn't discount that at all. They could definitely do a younger... Like, I know Flash is already supposed to be young, but if they do do Wally West, he could be like a, a 12-year-old, and they could do something with that where he's really like learning to, to play with these these um big players in in the dceu um but then i guess you already have shazam for that i guess you got enough like younger 12 year olds so well they could just (laughs) introduce wally west i think he would still be like i think he'd be older than that i would say like 16 or older like 16 yeah, to fair. maybe 19 ish yeah i mean i was just saying 12 as as like you know the that hey, just you guys keep group. going give me give me a second yeah i was more so saying 12 mm-hmm. as like that kind of age group but yeah i agree like i i would think he's more like 16 but still it would be it would be almost like seeing um henry cavill's superman character 
grow up in those flashbacks with Kevin Costner, you know, like almost just like that, like, like pick the kid who, who saved those other kids on the bus in the river and just kind of like go from there and then just show the dark sides of the DCEU where it's just this kid who's just trying to, you know, be a really good hero. And I think the flash would work really well with that. Almost kind of like, um, invincible, uh, where he's, he's in this like really fucking like fucked up, like superhero world. And he's like the one true guy where all, and all this shit's happening and he's just trying to keep true and, and be a good person. Right. So I feel like that would translate yeah. really well I for a, a Flash like storyline. Definitely. Especially, like, knowing that it's going to be, um, uh, what, what was his name, Black Flash as the villain. Mm-hmm. So that just, like, instantly tells us that um, the Flash that we know as Ezra Miller is going to do something to fuck up the timeline, just undoubtedly. Like, that is... That is for sure one of the story beats. And who's to say that he doesn't go back to a timeline with not only another Barry Allen, but a Wally West as well, where those characters are far more, uh, they're far more grounded in uh, their own hero identities compared to Ezra Miller. Um, And he sort of, uh, his, Ezra Miller's version of The Flash has to kind of undergo that change and then ultimately make a sacrifice of himself at the end uh, to not only have him then written off, uh, but introduce a new character in his stead. Or, yeah, yeah. Could do that. Um, I just had a thought. Have you read the Flash Rebirth comic? Um, Which storyline was that one? So that's basically Barry Allen's return from being missing and because i think it was the silver age comics um where it was only wally west because at the end of barry allen's run he got absorbed into the speed force and then in the flash rebirth comic um wally west like finds barry allen in the speed force or or barry allen comes out of the speed force somehow and um and basically comes back to the timeline again. So they could do something like that and just have Ezra Miller's mm-hmm. Flash just like fuck off into the Speed Force and then have somebody else take up the mantle. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that would be a, a good way of doing it. And that would also um, continue to tie the current DCEU into something more like modern for DC Comics. Um, kind of in a way that like the Snyder Cut took after uh, the new 52 a lot more that it it was uh, related to at least like older runs of Justice League and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that would be a really cool idea. Just like that would be, I think that's probably the best way that they could um, kind of kill off Ezra Miller's character is have him like be absorbed into the speed force as long as they like do it right. And it's not just some cheesy garbage that they throw together just like, because he's now no longer working with them. Yeah. Then again, though, if it, if it is uh, sort of um, like, if we're going to see a ton of different iterations of flash in this, I 
don't think it would be the worst thing to just have him get killed either. Uh, however, I don't know if, if it would have the same impact being the main character of the movie um, compared to like sacrificing himself into the speed force for uh, the greater good or like, I don't know, giving somebody else more power in the speed force and then they can erase whatever damage he did to the timeline, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, two, I mean, two things I kind of want to say about that is that I'm, like, one, I think technically Barry Allen, he is the reason the Speed Force exists. Like, if there wasn't any Barry Allen in a universe, there would be no conduit connecting the Speed Force to that universe. It's just kind of like, it's a constant. Like, there has to be a Barry Allen, basically, at some point in the timeline. Um or at least the main timeline is like but that. But that said, though, uh, like the the forces in the DC universe, like that, uh, like don't they work kind of the same way as the Infinity Stones, where they, like, it, without them, there wouldn't be life, kind of thing. So if if there is a universe that is without the Speed Force, it would cease to exist, kind of deal. And like all the other forces that create the universe would then be thrown out of balance without having Barry Allen as this catalyst. So, it, like, any any universe that he's not in... But it, it, are you sure specifically him or just the Flash? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was mentioned in that Flash because isn't Rebirth there other... comic. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a thing. So, in I think it was the Flash Rebirth comic. I could be wrong. It could be another one. But they basically said that um, if it wasn't for Barry Allen having the accident that he had, the Speed Force is independent of time. It, that's like a fourth dimensional concept, right? So whatever mm-hmm. Barry Allen did in his accidents to be struck by lightning in that way to connect the Speed Force to this universe, um, then Speed Force would not exist and no one would be able to tap into it. So it doesn't matter if there's all these speedsters. The only reason speedsters get their ability even before Barry Allen's existence or after Barry Allen's existence is because Barry Allen connected the speed force to to the universe. Um, okay. But I, like, I get you, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I forgot where I was going with this. But I, I guess like one thing I, I want to say is when you were talking about getting rid of barry allen in this movie and you know if they don't get rid of him in a sense of like he gets absorbed in the speed force which mind you i think would be really easy if black flash is the villain because that's kind of his whole thing um yeah if you remember in the um and this is going to be spoilers for you alex but if you remember in the um uh flash um fuck flashpoint uh, paradox series whether you saw the mm, animation which I've never seen but go ahead yeah or or read the series it um there's a scene near the end where shazam is killed he's like stabbed in the back i forget who by is it black manta um but yeah somebody I somebody stabs so, yeah Somebody stabs familiar. him in the back, and then Batman shoots whoever stabbed him, I think. Oh, no, maybe maybe it was Reverse Flash. I don't know. I can't remember. But 
anyways, Shazam dies, or rather, like, and then he turns into, like, all seven kids, and the seven kids then get, or the six other kids then get slaughtered in the fray. Um, because they don't, in that universe, Shazam only has the ability, once the, all seven kids, each representing a letter of the name Shazam, get together to turn into um, Shazam. So, um, okay. anyways, I could see I'm them quite certain maybe... it's pronounced Shazam. Shazam, sure. Uh, so I could see <laughs> you shouldn't have come back. <laughs> I could see maybe they write Barry Allen in that way, and like maybe there's like a big deal where it doesn't even have to do with the Speed Force, and he just gets fucking stabbed in the back or something like that. Because that was kind of like a dramatic scene, if I remember right. But maybe, or yeah. like, like there was that scene in that movie as well where. Uh, when Reverse Flash dies because uh, Bruce Bruce Wayne from like a different timeline shot him in the head, and the only reason that he was like he he just like kind of developed a hole in his head, uh, and he stayed alive because of his connection to the Speed Force for like a little while after that. Um, but say they they do something like that. Uh, and, and make like a parallel but instead of reverse flash have it be Ezra Miller and Ben Affleck's Batman uh, where Ben Affleck's Batman kills Ezra Miller because of the damage he caused to the timeline which could only be reversed by um, like doing something about him thus cutting off the Ben Affleck character from whatever other DC universe they bring all these people into with like Michael Keaton and these other flash variants. Um, but like, because it is black flash, we know that, uh, that it, it can't be like reverse flash or we can't necessarily kill him. Like he, he can't just die. Like he's part of the speed force. He's kind of the, the enforcer of the speed force. Yeah. Isn't he? And I mean, not to mention that, if you get rid of Barry Allen as the Flash, you get rid of Eobard Thawne as Reverse Flash. Like they're just they're right. they're bat they're Batman and Joker basically. So it would be interesting to mm -hmm. see how D the DCEU goes forward with it if they do end up getting rid of Barry Allen's Flash. Yeah, I really don't know. What do you think though, Alex? Now that you're back, um we were just sort of talking about like how how we think they could do away with Ezra Miller's character. Right. Well, I mean, they could do just about anything. I think at this point, with Ezra Miller being dismissed by Warner Brothers, um, especially going forward, I'm wondering, like, is he going to be okay with them killing him off? Is he going to agree to those terms in terms of of filming or like i was thinking about that too i think he's gonna refuse and they're gonna have to cgi him in or something like that like his, <laughs> his, his they own his likeness i mean something. i'm not they gonna did. lie i'm i'm not gonna lie the dceu has not been very good as, as far as cging shit goes yeah no, um, the best exhibit exhibit a Steppenwolf, Exhibit mm. B, Henry Cavill's mustache, Exhibit C, yeah. 
literally everything else. Yeah. <laughs> I will give Doomsday. them. I, I will give them one thing. They, they did really. They did really pull off the uh, the underwater effects in uh, mm-hmm. in in Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. 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 Um. Um. I think with with the current state of Ezra Miller's bullshit, they they're gonna have if they pulled him entirely from the project, then they're gonna need to figure out who to replace him with. Uh, if they plan on replacing Barry Allen as a character, um, or they could go with a Wally West, or they could go entirely upside down and swap it out to uh, the the female. Would you, would you say her name was Iris West? Yeah, the female. <laughs> uh, well, I don't. Does is she ever like a a flash or, or like um like a speedster? I didn't know if she ever was. Like, I thought she no. was always just. I don't uh, think like, so. I'm pretty sure somehow. she's the lowest lane who's, to Barry who's Allen. The female speedster. Uh, the female, speedster, the female speedster would be. XS. I'm not familiar with with DCs or DC much. So, so, okay, so yeah, the Flash. The first female speedster that comes to mind is Flash's grandkid that is brothers to Bart Allen or sister to Bart Allen. I can't remember her name in the in the Grant Gustin TV show. Um, her name is XS and she's played by a Calgarian actress. Um, but yeah, that um, is that's who I th- but, okay. that's, that's who I think about. <laughs> Just a little tie to our, our home city gonna... or anything. No, but okay. <laughs> but, yeah, there's not really... I mean, tie, tie all you want, but I don't really... Who? Oh, the Ladies of Lightning? Joni Swift, Dorala Khan, Miss Flash, Bebek of Capitalist Couriers... Oh, um, fuck. What's her name? Something Bell, I think. Ooh. No, there is a female speedster. There's a lot, actually. Yeah, but the main one that I'm thinking of... Lady Flash, Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick, XS that's is it. is Jenny... Is, is Jenny Ognath. Yeah, I think Jesse Quick is the one first second. one that comes to mind then of that list. Hmm. Yeah, she was in the never Grant Gustin TV show never for know. the first few episodes or whatever. I still feel like it'll be another Barry Allen, to be honest, though. Like, just because they've already shown us an, at least one other variant of him uh, from the first trailer that we got dropped. So I, I still think that it's just going to be replacing him with another uh, from a different universe. But I honestly kind of hope that it's Wally West instead. I think that would be cooler. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, a lot of people like Wally West as the Flash. I agree. Well, He'd be why a not? Good choice. Yeah, I think that's mostly what I grew up with. Barry Allen is is really was reintroduced to me with the Grant Gustin TV show. I think I'm more familiar with Wally West stuff. I think the 
Jeff John's run was Wally West, and that's what I'm most familiar with. Also, just so we throw it out there, there was an Iris West who was a speedster, but okay. it was Iris West the second. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, okay. Was yeah, because like the only... Or, daughter? or two. Daughter of Wally West, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um... So I was only half wrong. <laughs> and again, I don't know I don't know DC to really be throwing this shit out, right? So like I just kinda ow. What did, what did you do? Just fucking elbowed my table. You mad, bro? Huh. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> did, did your table speak out of turn or something? <laughs> no, I'm help. upset that you proved yourself right. <laughs> Just elbow drop on the motherfucker. Fuck, God forbid I should get something half right. I got it half right. It was just half right. I'll say it one more time for good measure. Complete just fluke. half. It was. It was a complete fluke. Um. Yeah. No. I, who knows where this is going to go? I mean, it's so late in the game right now. Especially with this movie, like, cause it's been it's been filming for like what months now? Maybe uh, even I think more it's than been that. A lot longer than that. Like they've got to be close to to wrap. You know what I mean? Like they've got to be close to to post production shit at this point. Yeah, I would I would expect so. Anyway, I feel like we've been hearing about this movie for a while, like at least a year after the theatrical cut of Justice League was released. So, like, we, we've known about it, and whether that was just the beginning of a script being written, um, like, that's always a potential, too. But I feel like it's been at least a year since they've been... Well, uh, pretty, and they had some filming. shit. Didn't they give us a little something-something at the DC fandom this last year? Yeah. Did we yeah. get, like, a, a trailer? Right. So, like, shit's active. It's just... Uh, slow going it is slow going and i and i mean i'm sure the rona's got something to do with that but uh to to start reshoots right now and and to cast someone else to take over that mantle they don't even have to it doesn't even have to be wally west they could just grab a barry allen from another fucking universe yeah just cause and it can be grant gustin or it can be Ollie. Who was the other guy you said the other day when we in text there? Who could possibly yeah. be cast as? Barry yeah. So Allen. this some dude this, with a weird name. This rumor comes from a source that I have no idea what it is. It was just a post on Facebook in a Flash or a DC fan group. So take this with a huge grain of salt. But I'm pretty sure it mm-hmm. was. Ooh, let me try to read through here. Yeah, Sam Claflin. Is the, the supposed is flash recast? So yeah, the point that they're making regarding Ezra's future: if a flash recast were to happen, Sam Claflin is someone you can expect to be the new Barry Allen slash Flash. I have no idea who Why? the actor is. I don't know what source they're getting. I really wonder why they pick this. You know quote-unquote obscure actor to take up the mantle well he's he's not that obscure he's been in 
just to name a few, The Hunger Games, Snow White and the Huntsman. He was Finnick O'Dare in The Hunger Games. I don't remember who that is. Oh, isn't that the guy from the second uh, the second Hunger Games movie? Sure. Yeah. But who he was, was the latest he in the Charlie's second? Angels movie? Wait, was he the Aquaman um, guy who had the staff or the spear? Yeah, know. he was. In, yeah, he was in. He was in Mockingjay Part One and Two. Oh, you're totally uh, right. As well Ryan. as Catching yeah. Fire. Yeah, because he comes so, off Finnick. as a. Yeah, he comes off as a douche in the second movie when they're in the cornucopia, and then it turns out that he was playing a role all along, and he was part of the rebels or whatever. That guy. He's yeah. also in and then, yeah, I think he dies in the last book. I don't know about the movie. I haven't seen the yeah. last, like, part two, but yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure he, he does dies die. in the third book. I think the movie was broken up into two mm. parts, but the book was, it was just one book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that guy. Okay, so yeah, maybe you're right. Not Not as obscure as I had initially said, but... But yeah, just really interesting, just really curious. Like, I really want to hear the justification for this random actor and why he would be Barry Allen. Well, me too, but you're the one who, who said it, so. I mean, I didn't say it. I just passed on the rumors <laughs> that I was reading. Um, what oh, what right. I'm saying is I want and to then... know this guy's source and, like, why. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I did hear, where was I reading it? Fuck me. That, that Grant Gustin is possibly going to be filling that mantle. Um, and I can't remember if I just seen it on hmm. YouTube somewhere. Cause you know, the internet is always 100% true. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to Google this shit. To be honest, though, like I, I've always, even since the first time we saw Ezra Miller, I've always said that I preferred Grant Gustin. And even though I, it might not translate okay. to a movie, I prefer his version of The Flash over Ezra Miller's. And I think he would also just fit in a lot better with the rest of uh, the DCEU's Justice League cast. So yeah, apparently, all I'm seeing it is seems the speedster isn't done appearing in other installments of the DCEU, as it was recently announced that the CW's Flash, played by Grant Gustin, will in fact guest star in Ezra Miller's The Flash movie. Now, that was posted September 30th of last year. I'm trying to find something a little more... That's because Ezra Miller had a cameo in The Flash TV show, where he played The Flash. Yeah. It was... It was during the whole Speed Force run he did at the end of Justice League, the Snyder Cut, that he ended up going and traveling to a different timeline and he ended up with Grant Gustin and they had like a funny like wait are you me kind of thing and then and then he fucked off right i'm thinking what i read was just some stupid post by like screen rant or whatever no shout outs to screen rant hmm. by the way on youtube fuck them fuck those guys i'm not interested <laughs> Every time I watch one of your videos, I'm disgusted at the filth that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
because they just they just fucking they they stretch and reach so goddamn far with their theories that it doesn't make any plausible sense are are these the guys that you were watching with the moon knight theories yeah yeah fuck these guys i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck (laughs) fuck these guys i don't owe these people anything they're not the cool guys over at fucking at uh at new rock stars those guys those guys are credible human beings fantastic people shout outs to new rock stars once more fans of the show yeah, they, get a um, lot of love. they they deserve a lot of love those guys are fucking awesome i've been watching them for like the last like what year year and a half it's funny like i, I remember i used to stumble across their videos all the time um like years and years ago but not really realize who they were uh and then they started becoming much more much more prominent with uh well, with all recent stuff lately, and now and now I'm like addicted. I watch this shit all the time. I mean, to be fair, I really am only a fan of Eric Voss. Uh, the other people, I really not that I don't care for them. I just Eric Voss has just got this energy about him. Shout outs to Eric Voss, fan of the show, um, that I vibe with. So that's like that's why I really like fucking, and he's like the main face of uh, of new rock stars so people listening go check that shit out they i mean they don't need any introduction they don't need our shout out because they've got hundreds of thousands if not millions of followers already on youtube but i'll give them i'll give them my respect so go check them out they got all kinds of cool stuff and and as far as screen rant is concerned they can fuck right off fuck those guys eat shit and die oh shit (laughs) all right moving on there are some interesting that's that's harsh but you can but you can eat shit they can eat shit that's all that's all i'm saying (laughs) okay so yeah there were some there were some interesting things that this um supposed leak so supposedly what was going on was that they were um having like focus groups on the uh the flash and showing them i don't know if the whole movie up to this point or what but um yeah there's there's just some interesting things like notably i think two things that that or yeah two things that come off as a little bit kind of meh to me is that there's only a brief reverse flash cameo that apparently mainstream audiences are going to be very confused with and only quote unquote hardcore dc fans will notice him and then um, the other oh, thing, <laughs> the other thing is that uh, it, yeah, where where am I looking for here? Oh, it's the third one. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting because apparently Michael Shannon Zod, re- Michael Shannon re- reprises his role as General Zod, and in this universe or the new timeline they're going with is that Zod successfully had killed Superman as a baby and this new time and that's how they're going to say that this new timeline doesn't have a Superman and it's Supergirl and um okay everything after Shazam 2 is so I think the Flash comes after Shazam 2 if I'm not mistaken so I think they're saying that basically the Flash onwards is going to start this new timeline um another basically soft reboot and and everything before shazam 2 
is going to be this old timeline where they're basically going to retcon all that that happened there. But I'm assuming Aquaman 2, that still comes out after Flash, or that that still... Ooh. When is that coming out now? Well, it got pushed, right? Yeah, everything got pushed. Um, I don't think Aquaman's release date got moved, but it's, uh, it's now ahead of uh, the Flash. Uh, I think it's still the same oh, okay. date, but they had to like they had to take out a couple of scenes um, that kind of related to Ezra Miller and whatever happens in the Flash movie, um, just because the Flash movie had to be pushed back further than Aquaman's release. But I, sure. I think everything like I think both Aquaman and um, uh, Black Adam are still on the same release dates as they previously were. It's just Shazam and uh, whatever other movie that's uh, that got changed along with The Flash. Okay. Well, the cool. other interesting thing that comes from this is that apparently eventually they're going to work Robert Pattinson's Batman into into this universe. Um, and no. Bat and Batfleck isn't going to be killed off. He's just going to be written off where he gets trapped in an alternate universe or something like that. Wrong. Yeah. I mean, so whenever Not that I... Not you're wrong. I'm saying that that's wrong. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> And I just like I, I want to get your guys' opinions. How do you how do you go about assessing rumors? Like, do you just kind of brandish them off and be like, okay, that leak rumor that's going around, I'm just gonna like ignore it or or just take it with a huge grain of salt? Because when I kind of read these bullet points, my takeaway is that if you really did have someone that was leaking something they wouldn't go ahead and write out a bunch of random bullet points. They would try to describe the story that they saw from beginning to end, right? Like, would you not? And it's just kind of weird that they have some key points in in this list, but they don't have any kind of sense of a cohesive story of what's going on. They just say, oh, this character shows up, that character shows up. And I just think that that's just fan service when you when you leak these or spread these rumors is that you're just getting trying to get people to kind of follow and read what you have to say just because it starts, you know, kind of a controversy, a conversation. And there's no merit right. to it because it doesn't have what what you would naturally think to say when you're leaking something, you know? I mean, for me, you know, rumors I do take with a huge grain of salt. As much as I would love to believe all the things that are told to me, like Tom Cruise is going to be in uh, Multiverse of Madness, or George Takei is in Multiverse of Madness, or all of these things. Like, until these films actually happen, until I sit down in the wonderful, comfortable, leather, reclining seats <laughs> of Landmark Studio Cinemas. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but we would humbly accept. Um, everything, like I said, everything is just, it's speculation. And I mean, it's, it's fun to theorize. Hell, I've done it with Moon Knight, and I've been horribly incorrect. 
but that's okay. Um, and we'll continue to be wrong because I'm not good at theorizing shit. Apparently, Ollie is the only one here who, and Ryan, actually, both of you are pretty good at calling stuff well before they happen. Um, I just get lucky from time to time, but luck has not been on my side lately. So, um, I'll just, uh, yeah, no, grain of salt, man. That's the best way to take rumors and, and, and theories because that's all they are is just theories. Uh, and there's nothing concrete about it. I mean, with the exception of all the shit that revolved around Spider-Man No Way Home, um, everything else has been nothing more than speculation and conjecture. Like, we knew Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be in this movie. There was no hiding that. And try as they may, and they did. They tried very hard and failed immensely. Um, we knew what we were getting with that. And there, there was nothing that they could do about that. But these, these other things, you know, you know, revolving around DCEU and Grant Gustin might be taking over or this uh, Claflin dude, who, whatever. Um, <laughs> or, 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 right, or anything else that revolves around that. It's all just hearsay. And it's all just dribble we find on the internet from some asshole who thinks it's funny to come up with you know albeit uh, a good sounding theory and you know with enough with enough what's the, i don't want to say evidence evidence isn't the right word but with enough pulled storytelling i, I suppose you know we when you can you can weave these theories into one another and, and pull things from references and and other movies and possibilities that way you can make a, a a theory sound well just that sound you can make it sound and almost airtight um but i mean like i said it's all speculation and i go in with zero expectation of of, of these theories when going to go see a movie with the exception of course like i said of no way home we all knew what was going on in that movie there was no yeah. <laughs> tries they made to hide it like if you're gonna put something out like that scene where the <laughs> the lizard seemingly gets fucking doofed in the face by absolutely not like come on huh. <laughs> everybody saw that you couldn't hide that you did a really poor job like why you did better deception with with end game when you legit took people out of the walking lineup or even with infinity war um, with, with putting the Hulk in where the Hulk didn't belong. You know what I mean? Like you've done better work and uh, yeah, no, that's, that's my thoughts on that. Sorry. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like uh, when I'm looking at a rumor and deciding whether or not I believe it has any merit, uh, more so depends on just how deep um, they've kind of let themselves go with this sort of stuff. When it comes to Marvel, I don't think I really discount any theories or um, like potential things very quickly because they, they've showed that they can give us a, a level of depth that we don't expect from a lot of these storylines, whereas right. DC just doesn't have that. So, like, for example, when the rumors were coming out about this being a Flashpoint storyline, I was very hopeful that it would be, 
But because of DC's previous antics with uh, changing like their storylines and sort of going their own way with stuff and not really looking at source material, I didn't think that was all that uh, probable of of a theory to go off of, right? Right. And I kind of think the same thing, uh, like with this movie, uh, with the Flash movie, I think it's going to be kind of like No Way Home. Because of what we already know for absolute fact about it, I think it's. Uh, I think we're more or less uh, like it, knowing what we're getting ourselves into. Um, that said, I don't think it's nearly going to be on the level of No Way Home. Um, but just like knowing the character cameos and which characters are meant to be written off and which characters we know are like going to show up and not returning and all that. I think we can paint a good picture for ourselves uh, in terms of what we're going to see with this movie. But normally I don't really look at uh, rumors all that much with like actual belief that they'll happen. Well, not because seeing is believing, right? Mm-hmm. We will Hell certainly yeah. see. All I... <laughs> <laughs> did you did you give us your opinion on that? Um yeah, kind of. Like like I mean for me, I'm more I I'm more leaning towards just like I always discredit leaks and rumors the same way that like I like I'm going to special case cuz you know how I just don't watch trailers as much. Like I I maybe will yeah, watch you're a madman. Yeah, I even what's in the trailers for me I will consider like a leak or like rumor or hearsay until I see the movie. That's how I want to like know it. You know, I don't need all this marketing to tell me that I'm going to go see this movie. Um, yeah. So I, I just kind of, whatever it is, I usually ignore it. This is an exception with the flash though, because I just, I just don't see them going forward with the kind of story we expect them to go with and i wanted to discuss it now because i'm really curious where we're going to be june 2023 when this movie comes out and see just how different it is from this supposed leak so whatever this leak is we may or may not get that and unless the movie plays out exactly like how this leak or rumor goes you know we're not going to know that it was that it was really true so for me it's kind of no harm done because i totally expect them to rewrite a lot of this fair point Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, well i guess we'll see right yeah yeah hell yeah anything else you boys want to discuss no i think that's it for me yeah, I'm all I'm all tucked out. Hell yeah, I'm not gonna lie, not to toot our own horns here, but I think we had a pretty good fucking episode going. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we we're pretty good. That's what I'm saying. I'm putting it out there. We're full like amazing, a, and more people need to hear us. Full of a lot of good theories by yours truly. <laughs> That's a really I want to be right way to say Alex. Whoa. I want to be right just <laughs> once to rub it in your faces. What do you mean just once? How many fucking times do you need to be right? 
in how every many phase. times throughout all the Marvel series? Right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I just want to be right just once. You called so many things. Eat shit. Now you what can eat called? shit. In fact, you can eat shit from the no. You can eat shit from the same trough as Screen Rant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god this is such a toxic oh, relationship <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean what have you called you yeah. called more than half of hawkeye did i True. what i mean like ryan back me up ollie has fucking called so many goddamn things yeah. between all of the series like Pretty we didn't really talk about loki right we didn't talk a whole lot about wandavision because i don't think we just we don't think we really got really that deep into it but like you called a lot of stuff, and your theorying, theorying, your theories, my conspiracies were, were almost <laughs> were almost on point every fucking step of the way. So fuck you! I want to be right just once. You've been right a whole bunch. But I say so much bullshit. It's it's basically the same thing that The Simpsons always predicts the future because they just had so many episodes; they're bound to get it right. You know, like of all of all the crap that I come up with. <laughs> like a millionth of that has to be correct and like that's just how it played out well right i would i would like for once to be right about shit how about that <laughs> fuck's sakes i just want to be right about we'll come up with get good the theory the bro get good <laughs> you get good <laughs> i did i mean you've already you already got good yeah shut the fuck up You'll eat shit. I want to get one thing right. God damn. You guys hearing this guy? Everybody out there listening, are you hearing the shit that is coming out of Ollie's mouth right now? I you know what he can it. do? He can scoop all that shit up and he can fucking shuffle it right back into his face. Eat shit. You know what? I just want I to eat... get one thing right. Fuck me. I eat from a trough made of gold. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I will gladly eat shit. that in my better? trough of gold. <laughs> golden trough? No, it doesn't make the shit taste any sweeter. <laughs> it's still gross, disgusting, and oddly nutty for some reason. <laughs> you heard me. Fuck's sakes! God damn. On that note. Ah, uh, it is time for the shout outs because we're gonna bring this to a close. Fuck that really God damn it, Ollie. That that stung me a little. I just want to get one thing right. Get out of here. If anybody's been getting anything right, it's been you this whole time. Okay, but but like I'm what what's but, but one what? thing? What's one thing that I said that I predicted right? One thing I'll give you one specific example out of the many you've given is that okay. uh, what's his name from Hawkeye? Jacques, Jack, Jack was a complete red herring. You called yeah. like that. You called oh. more than half that fucking show. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't remember like half the conversation I'm hurt that you got it right. I'm butthurt that you're ago. like. I just want to get. I just want to get one thing right. You've got all kinds of shit right. Fuck off. <laughs> I just want to get one thing right out of like the three or four theories I've said today. I'll, how about that? <laughs> oh no! Don't don't try awesome. to twist it around. No, I'm not truth, saying I'm twisting around. Truth, I'm just fucking... saying 
why don't we go with that instead? That's like his standard for himself. He expects one out of every three predictions to be correct. Hell yeah. Gotta keep that quota high. <laughs> or that bar high. <laughs> shout outs. Special shout out, of course, to Matt the Rat over at Rat House Productions. He's our producer. He puts our shit on the web so that you guys can hear it. And you can listen to me rant about my random bullshit and all of all these fucking correct predictions. And I don't even know what Ryan talks about. Sometimes he opens his mouth and I don't even listen. So (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Sometimes it do be like that. Sometimes it do be like that. I can't believe I just said that. Anyway, (laughs) Matt the Rat, thanks a lot, buddy, over at Rat House Productions. If you want to check that shit out, you can go to rathouse.net. R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. I'm not spelling net. You should know how to spell net. It's a three-fucking-letter word. Also, special shout-outs over to Joey over at Blind Knowledge and all of the people over at Blind Knowledge. They are a promotional group where you can find a variety of other uh, podcasts, some like us, some really not like us, um, and stuff all in between. So shout-outs to Blind Knowledge. Uh, I know Joey is working very hard right now to get our website off the ground. It was up for a little bit, uh, and then he decided he wanted to make some changes to it, so I think it's still currently down But you know what? Go check for yourself. Blindknowledge.com. Who knows? It could be up. Maybe it's not up. It's a 50-50. It's a good gamble, though. Plenty of other good shows on there. And speaking of other good shows from Blind Knowledge, please go check out Tales from the Animal Kingdom over with Adam. He's a fantastic uh, podcast host, and he's got all kinds of cool shows over there. Uh, Episodes, I should say. He's got the, the, the one show. Well, two shows, if you count transatlantic transmissions uh awesome awesome little segment there um yeah go check that out and uh i don't know why i lost my train of thought on that shout outs we're done with the shout outs cool ollie if people want to find you on the internet where can they find you on instagram at oliver.hruiz Ruiz, that is also the link to his OnlyFans. Go check that shit out and tip <laughs> generously. Ryan, if people want to find you on the internet, where can no they find man. you? Uh, <laughs> hey, sex on... work is work. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> the way Ollie does it, it is. My oh, God. God, a man's a machine. <laughs> check them out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but you can find me on Twitch and Instagram at synthetic7s. I will be streaming every Sunday to Wednesday and make sure to stop by for those moon night watch parties as they're going on every Wednesday. Fuck. Yeah. You know, it's funny when I was streaming earlier, I did shout that out because I, I, I didn't know who was, who was in the stream, but whoever they were, hopefully <laughs> they will listen. They will join. I shouted out everybody except for Ollie. Cause he doesn't do any of that stuff. Hell yeah! Century time, Herman. Definitely <laughs> hey man, you do you. I feel that sometimes I don't feel like doing anything or going anywhere. That's why every now and then I'll close my Discord so that nobody can bother me, so I can just sit and watch stuff in peace. I feel it. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I just sometimes everybody needs to take a little bit of me time. True. And there's nothing wrong with that. Seven is me time. Hey, man, you do you. If that's what you need, that's what you need. 
Uh, yeah, if you want to find me on the internet, I don't understand why you would, because I'm nobody special. I'm only the host of this amazing show. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm just stroking my dick over here. Uh, <laughs> on Twitter, at the real Snurfin, On Instagram, at Snurfin. And if you want to find the podcast, also, you can. You know, you should come check us out. Slap that subscribe button or whatever the YouTubers are saying. I don't even know how social media works because I'm fucking 35 years old and I'm like a half boomer. I don't know how you want to put that. <laughs> but come click like, come click sub, come click all the, the positive buttons. Come check us out. Not that we post a whole lot more than, you know, our stuff. Um, but hey, man, come leave. Man, men, women, children, all who are listening. Please come leave a comment or whatever and just be all like, hey, we're fans. What up? Um, that's all I got. I don't know how people do social media these days. Like I said, I'm, I'm old. Um, but you can find us <laughs> as a podcast on both Instagram and Twitter at Nerdy Nomicron. And uh, yeah, that's it for this show. Until Next time, of course, as always, enjoy that outro, bang your heads, and yeah, have a good one. Peace. Peace. See ya.